All right. So this is actually, we've made it a month with the podcast. Nice. I want you to know that. Um, this is week four. I'm proud. I told Doug last week, I was like, I'm proud because we haven't missed a week. I figured we would have like there you go. had something come, which I will say, I'm glad Doug gave me a heads up. He told me Monday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That he wasn't going to be able to do the podcast. They're going, they're visiting family or something. Rude. Um, but no, Matt, if you're listening. Hey, Matt. The, the few the few people who probably listen, uh, uh, Haley's here today. She's taking Doug's spot. Hi. Doug's out of town. He let me know ahead of time. So Haley agreed to do it. We don't really have a whole lot planned, but we're just going to figure out what happens. Um, so one of the big things about the podcast and one, something that me and Doug kind of discussed early on was um really the the baseline of what the podcast is about mm-hmm. um and so mostly the podcast is i'm gonna go ahead and turn that on mute before uh <laughs> it gets in it because they're gonna text constantly um so the podcast itself is obviously just uh, douglas and i are best friends mm-hmm. um a big thing about it was that you know i lived in dallas for five six years so i haven't really we haven't really hung out, hung out a whole lot yeah. of the last couple. So it was more of like a, this is going to be a good way for us to just hang out and talk for, mm-hmm. you know, a couple hours every week, uh, which I like. Um, and again, last week we went a little deeper, um, which I also really enjoyed and I want to do it more because I told him, I was like, I don't really like, uh, we've changed a lot. Like the last time me and him hung out consistently, mm-hmm. he was in high school. Yeah. I was just now in college, you know, I was just in community college. Mm-hmm. So clearly our views have changed a little bit, you know, um, the way we think about things have always, has obviously changed. Yeah. So I, I'm enjoying where we do what we're doing so far with it because it's like, it's giving me that perspective that I didn't know about him. And mm-hmm. one, my, my main question for you today, which if you're like, if you're you okay, we're getting like a little deeper. I don't care. Um, it's nothing like yeah, I don't too aggressive, but it's like, it'll make you kind of like <laughs> think about it. Um, Yay! It'll be you'll be answering a question that I actually don't know about you. Okay. Um, because it, it suppose I'm, I'm assuming it happened in the last couple of years, oh, um, okay. as it did for me. Kay. We'll get into it in a second. Okay. But um, back to the root, like the root of the podcast is yes, we're obviously we're just talking about anything and everything. You know mm-hmm. what's going on, um, but the drive of the podcast is about our faith, um, mm-hmm. about how our faith, you know, helps us interpret decisions, um, things around us, you know, jobs, relationships, mm-hmm. um, everything about it. And so one of the things that we kind of implemented a couple of weeks in was a d- the d- Devo at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just kind of to first focus it on Christ. That way, even if we later no don't really talk about anything yeah. that can be pointed <laughs> back to cry yeah. like we still did it you know um because like last week again we ran it for like 30 minutes about sports like there wasn't really much of like oh yeah. let's bring this back to god and <laughs> i mean because obviously you can if you want to stretch it but yeah. but i don't want to force that either like yeah. i don't, I don't want to make us try and get back to like a spiritual look at stuff yeah um because again it's like i haven't hung out with doug and Anyone who's on the podcast obviously lives over here, so like I haven't hung out with them a mm-hmm. lot, so I don't want to like force like, oh, let's go deep, let's get yeah. a deep conversation. Yeah. Um, but we will because I, I really do enjoy. I did enjoy that conversation we had last week because it was like an insight to what he thought about stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna start with the Devo. Okay. Um, and then after that, we just kind of go into like, obviously, I have a question. If you have mm-hmm. anything that you thought about, we'll just kind of talk. Okay. Again. This was like the last second kind of switch up. Um, not a whole lot of planning into it, so we're just gonna go <laughs> and see what happens. Okay. <laughs> um, I will say, um, that so the Devo was also a big thing for me, as far as like he- helping me stay committed to reading my Bible more. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just haven't. I was telling Doug whenever we me started, neither. I was like, it's like, dude, I struggled like reading my Bible me uh, consistently. So that was like a push, like. Obviously, you don't want that to be the reason, but yeah. sometimes <laughs> things like that help, you know? Yeah. Um, having, like, a outside source to help you, like, do the right thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that was what it was. This week, I, I am kind of ashamed to say that this was more of because, I, like, a pet peeve that came up. <laughs> um, I was on Facebook, I think, <clears throat> and I typically have pet peeves when people 
um, talk about scripture like out of context. Yes. Um, especially like the like the go to and <laughs> a lot of pastors do it. Um, and I'm not saying anything bad about like th- them or anything, but it's just like when you use that, con- it just irks me. Um, the passage where it talks about what Terry Moore gathered yes. that frustrates me <laughs> so much because oh, yeah. it's like that's not about a congregation coming together to worship. It's about rebuking uh, someone yeah. who's sinning. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Like it, it's just frustrating. But that was kind of what drove this uh, weekly devo. Um, and I can't. I think it was a Facebook post. Probably. And so the verse is Philippians one six. It's literally like, um, it it ties in with like, obviously Philippians four has the I can do all things through Christ. Yeah. And every guy in sports uses uh-huh. that and it's like, okay, yep. it's not, yep. it's not about that, whatever. <laughs> uh, but it, so again, Paul's talking to the Philippian church, uh, and the uh, verse six says, I'm sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ. Now, obviously that verse is talking, it, Paul's giving praise to the Philippian church saying, Hey, y'all are doing good. You mm-hmm. know, I, I believe that God is going to keep doing it. He's going to keep reaffirming your faith. He's going to keep giving you a passion to help others and, and be glad about things and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I don't, and again, I don't even know if I follow the person on Facebook <laughs> who did it. It was probably just like a <laughs> random post. Um, but they used it in the condition uh, or in the context of like them finding a job. Mm-hmm. It was like, he was like, I guess he was like struggling to find out, which I mean, I'm in that position too. So, but, <laughs> but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use this verse as like a, oh, God's going to give me a job. Cause he's completing that work in me. Like he'll yeah. give me, he'll give me the right job or yeah. it. it's like, I understand. Like, obviously, yes, you get up to God. That's what something I've had to learn. Like the yeah. last couple weeks, especially yeah. um, without a job and like <laughs> stressing about money. It's like, yes, give it up to God. He'll point you in the right direction stuff yeah like that. but that's not at all what this verse talks about <laughs> so i don't know why that guy <laughs> decided that was the verse that he wanted to go with with like oh god will give me the right job because he's completing he, he he's not done with me yet like he's yeah. gonna put me down there. it's like that's about your spiritual well-being not your physical like needs of, yeah. of, of the job um but yeah so it was more of like a pet peeve of that <laughs> verse but i mean I do have to look at this verse and like, cause obviously again, like uh, this is the big part of my Devo is, is helping me stay committed to trying at least yeah. reading something during, you know, in and out of the week. Yeah. Um, because I'm just, I'm just horrible about reading my Bible and staying consistent with it. Same. Um, but so I do understand this verse as a whole. Um, and I don't want to take away from people who use it to comfort them in like times of, stress or uh, worry yeah, or something. Yeah. But it is, uh, Paul is talking about our spiritual relationships. He's, t- he's talking about, he's specifically talking about the Philippian church and how they were giving and they were praying for each other and boosting each other up and, and being there for one another. And mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, I'm sure there's like, he started this good work that you're showing. Yeah. It, he's still going on. It, obviously it's not going to be completed until the day he comes. Yeah. But he, he's yeah. working it on. He's yeah. Working it out. Um, but yeah, so that the diva was more of a pet peeve kind of thing. Um, I yeah, it just rubbed me the wrong way when I yeah. saw that first, and I was like, you know what, that'll be a good one to talk about. Yeah, which, which well, I'm okay with that. But. You see that on like obviously Instagram and stuff when people put all that stuff in their bio, mm. and as soon as you click on their profile and you see like some verse that's has like these little asterisks and she wore grace and yeah, beauty or whatever. That's <laughs> Like, I, I don't want to sound bad. This makes me sound like a horrible Christian, but you know, like the Proverbs thirty-one woman be a prob. Okay, I get it, but like, we don't need to plaster it everywhere. Like to me, that's just a turn off. If I see that stuff in your profile, I'm like, no, I'm sorry, no. That probably makes me a really bad Christian. <laughs> but was, my first thing is to click off. I'm like, nope. Well, I had the same conversation with mom because, um, like. The first week or two that I moved back, mm-hmm. I think I heard at least five or six times from different people, like, because uh, obviously they would ask, like, what, oh, what you, what yeah. you up to? You yeah. got a job? What are mm-hmm. you doing? And I'd tell them, no, I'm not. I don't have a job <laughs> yet. And you know, I had these opportunities, and they just didn't work out. Yeah. First thing I thought, oh, it's just not. It's just not the one God wants for you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I get, like, yeah. I, I love you for saying that. I get it. You're being. Obviously, you're trying to be encouraging. Yeah, you, you're trying to give me a word of encouragement and help me out. But I'm like, 
You're I've just heard annoying that me <laughs> all week, literally all week. And I'm like, yeah. I, I understand. I obviously I'm a Christian. I know that that's how it works. Yeah. Like, I know God has a plan. But I'm like, I don't want to hear that. You don't need to tell me every time you see me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I don't want to. D- Doug said the same thing. He said because I was telling him about it. I think on the pod, he was like, Yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm honestly kind of tired of people calling us the newlyweds i'm like we got married four <laughs> months ago <laughs> he's like stop calling us well, the newlyweds. i mean you know they they do that but i can't see where that's annoying if they say that to you all the time yeah and it's like i get it cool like you're trying to be nice <laughs> yeah. and friendly and, yeah. and uplifting but it's like can you not <laughs> like maybe i want to hear man this kind of right this i know sucks. yeah that sucks like, <laughs> this, this isn't a good position yeah know? and it's like yep it's like maybe i want to hear that every now and then but yeah yep. it's, i get tired of it but um so do you have any questions, or do you want me to get into mine? Because mine's a little deeper, so we could talk about it for I, a little bit. I mean, I don't. I couldn't, couldn't think, think of anything. anything. No. I mean, we'll just talk. We're just going to. Yeah. Because that, that's typically, if you think of something as we're going, most of the time we end up going with, like, one specific question, and then we tangent off mm-hmm. into different stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so my question is a little bit deeper. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to kind of set it up. Okay. So, and I, I, we've probably talked about this on my end. Mm-hmm. Um so when I moved to Dallas, especially that first like year, year and a half, mm-hmm. um, I was really, really, really challenged about my faith as far as like why I believed what I believed. Mm-hmm. Because growing up in East Texas, <laughs> growing up in a Southern Baptist and nothing against, obviously nothing against Southern Baptist churches or anything like that. Um, but like it, you really get under the mentality of like i believe this because that's what the pastor says Mm -hmm. or that's what mom and dad say Mm -hmm. um so like so when i got you know in a situation where i was living with other christians who didn't Mm -hmm. believe exactly what i believed um as far as like you know secondary third tertiary issues Mm -hmm. um not primary like obviously we're all saved we all believe who jesus is yeah. Um, but like those those non primary issues, mm-hmm. um, as like in, in theology and just doctrines itself, um, I struggled because I didn't have answers for like why I believed what I believed. Mm-hmm. It was just, well, that's what I heard in church yeah, behind yeah. the pulpit, or yeah. that's what mom and dad believe, so that's what I'm gonna believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that like hit hard for me for the first couple of years at DBU. Now, obviously, I, I went to study theology at school, uh, and so like as I went on, mm-hmm. I. I definitely began to like challenge my own beliefs and, and question myself and yeah. why I believed it. And so I, I got a better grip on it. Um, so my question is, have you had that moment? Um, because you obviously didn't move away from home, you know, mm-hmm. um, like <laughs> even now that you live on your own, you're still like 20 minutes away. Yeah. 20 <laughs> minutes away. Like yeah. you we're always around parents, um, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Um, and I guess like a, a different part of that question, like a side question of that is like, was that a big reason that you ended up leaving East mountain? Cause mm-hmm. you left East mountain before all the stuff happened, um, with like dad and the children's church, stuff like that. Mm, so yeah, that yeah. wasn't really a fact uh, that obviously wasn't a factor in anything like why you moved away, uh, at least church wise. Mm. Um, we'll get into so that. like, was that part of that or was there, yeah. Like talk about like why you first, why you move churches, I guess. But mm-hmm. then also like, have you had that moment of like questioning your faith of like, do I really believe this? Yeah. Or is it just because of what yeah. mom and dad said or yeah. what pastor Tim or whoever uh, yeah. said? Um, well, I didn't move from East mountain. When did I leave there? Was it 21? I wasn't, I don't know. I, was I think Dallas, it was so right was before it. Christmas of 21. Um, and all that stuff with dad was the reason because that was right before he had decided to stop because he quit like right before or Christmas break, like when Awanas went on Christmas break, whatever, like that's when he decided to stop. And I left. It was like right after the Thanksgiving meal that we had at church because I had gone with mom and dad and uh, just hearing comments that were made about dad by other people in the church that are supposed to be quote-unquote supporters and people you thought liked your dad but didn't um, because of comments they were making and just things that they were saying that were completely untrue and just absolutely absurd. 
I'm dealing with him and the children's ministry stuff. I just got, I got so mad. I was like, forget this place. Like literally. So that was, that was oh, the reason. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. No, that, that you, totally was the reason I why I was like, nope. Or, I thought you had already gone. No, um, no, no, okay. no. No, because the first Sunday in December was when I, I think I visited. Um, you visited New Beginnings, New right? Beginnings yeah. with Kendra once. And then we went to Marbley and then I had been at Marbley ever since. Um, but yeah, that, that meal, that Thanksgiving meal, when we had learned some other things and, you know, of course dad's like, eh, whatever. Cause dad's just not, he brushes it off. Well, of course me and mom were like, Oh heck no. You know, like we, <laughs> we were like, no, thank you. But I think that was my push because I hadn't felt like I was being called to leave East mountain because oh, okay. so I, you, I so hadn't before that there was no like, no, oh, like I, I hadn't okay. no. Cause you know, like the few other college age people that were in our age range they had already left or like there was like one or two left you mm. know so i had been in mom and dad sunday school class for ever after the college and career stuff had kind of ended you know i just had been going to sunday school with them but then all that mess with dad started and then of course i was mad and upset at certain people but then whenever we heard comments and conversations that were being had from other people that we thought didn't have any issues but they really did and they were just like saying things that were totally just absolutely just absurd and we're like okay do you know dad like seriously why would you say something like that um that literally I was just like forget this place I'm done with this place I have nothing to do with this place and I know you're not supposed to feel like that about a church but like I was fed up and I was done because like if I stay here anymore I'm gonna start saying things and it's not gonna be pretty like <laughs> I don't need to be doing that <laughs> here at this church that I pretty much grew up in it was pretty much my my church home for most of my life but um, I had left and then I started going to Moberly and thankfully we had cousins that were already over there. So I already had a couple of connections and some people that I worked with, um, from school, but I think that next, so I left right after Thanksgiving and started going in December. And then like towards the end of January was when they had their like, um, membership membership class like if you wanted to join you didn't have to join but like it was just for more information on the church and what mm. the church believes why they believe it the history of the church all that kind of stuff but um right then and there like it was like a month and a half after i started joining or after i started visiting i joined because i was like this is i think this is where i'm supposed to be like god called me away from east mountain because i was just at the point where i was like i don't like none of you people i don't like this place forget this place it's a, i would be fine if i never walked over here again stepped foot in this place again and again i know you're not supposed to think about that kind of stuff or or feel like that about a church but um once i had gone to marbley i was like okay like i really like this place i like everything about it the music aspect the which at that point we had had an interim pastor um they had had that interim pastor for a while, which thankfully it was David Dyke. So it was like, it was good preaching, you know, the entire time. And then later that year, cause it was last September sometime in September was when we had in view of a call of the pastor that we have right now. He just celebrated like a year being at Moberly, um, and love him, love his preaching, you know, everything like that. And of course I'm in the choir now. So, I mean, I feel more, connected to it and I've mm. made new friends you know been around different people and things like that so I definitely feel like God was like okay your time in these mountains up you're done <laughs> and then um then I moved to Marbley and then I felt peace about okay this is where I'm supposed to be like I only visited one other church before that and when I went to Marbley and I was like okay like that wasn't as painful as it could be or like for some other people when they go from place to place to place and just can't find somewhere but um yeah, Moberly's been home for almost two years now. Um, but, I mean, once, when I left East Mountain, I was, like, I was real angry. I was angry, okay? I mean, I was mad at people. I wanted to say things I shouldn't have said. <laughs> you did say a few things well, you shouldn't have said. Well, but, yeah. I remember the whole debacle on the Facebook yeah. was... <laughs> it's always Facebook. I wasn't even there, but I like I heard about it for, yeah. yeah, after. Um, I, I was... And I'm not a confrontational person. Like, I don't... I hate confrontation. Like, I'll avoid it. I, I try to be, like, the peacemaker or, 
just let's think about this like <laughs> before it comes to that. But I was like, you know what? I don't even care. I'm going to go straight up to that person. I'm going to say something like, nope, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm getting real mad. I'm getting too angry. Um, this is not what it's supposed to be like. And so once I finally left, of course, not being at the same church with your parents. Mm. Um, but th- at that time I was still living at home. I hadn't moved out yet. Um, so, you know, still being at the house with mom and dad and then like going to my own church, you know, and like s- them still being home. Cause I left early cause since I seen the choir, like, so I would leave early and they would still be at home. I'm like, okay, bye. Like, I'll see you later. It was kind of weird. Cause it's like, that was the first time that I hadn't gone to church with them. Yeah. And, um, you know, that just goes, kind of like goes back to, you know, we grew up in church. We were in church from the moment we were born, you know, all the good old Southern Baptist. Yeah. East well, Texas. Yeah. So we were in church. We've been in church our entire lives. We have a very strong faith family. Like all of our family is kind of like that. Now, as we've gotten older, we may not <laughs> agree on everything the same, um, because of the first, the very first church that we had gone to, but, mm. um, and then once we moved to East mountain, but, um, we've been lucky enough, you know, to have parents and grandparents on mom's and dad's side that are very biblically secure. And like, they believe what they believe. They've, they've always been like that. They've talked about it with us or like, we've had good examples, you know, of like what it's supposed to look like, you know, as a good Christian, like not that maybe at some points they weren't playing the part. Cause we all do that. You know, like you always find yourself like, okay, I'm just here to check the box or like, you know, things like that. But, um, that's how I kind of felt like before I left East mountain, like after the other college age kids had gone and when I say college age, like I was already done with college, but you know, like there was, there was nobody else around my age. There may have been like like 25. Exactly. People under 30. What are you talking about? People under 40. What are you talking about? Like there, there was only like a very small handful of us that were left, but like we weren't in the same class anymore because that class had kind of dissolved after several years. And so since I was in mom and dad's Sunday school classroom, which I loved all those people because those are the people that we grew up with, like them as our other parents and like all their kids and stuff. So I felt very comfortable with that, but it was like, I was just there because I came with mom and dad and I helped dad every Sunday in children's church because it was me and him that did everything. And, you know, I didn't want to feel like I was there just because of them, but I'm like, that's pretty much what it was. You know what I mean? And when I first moved out, you always hear of like the, or you see it like from friends or whatever that they stop going because they are on their own. They don't have anybody like telling them that they have to go to church and they're on their own, blah, blah. And I don't think I ever thought that, that I was going to do that. Like, Oh, I don't have anybody like telling me or encouraging me or whatever to go to church. Like, I wonder if I'm just going to stay home and go to sleep, whatever. But I think once I joined Moberly right after I'd left East mountain, it was easier for me to go because I had family there because I liked it and I enjoyed it. And then not long after that, I joined the choir. So it's like I had something else to do with it. Um, And so I don't think I ever felt like I'm just not going to go to church because obviously we didn't grow up like that. So it's not like we ever just didn't go to church because we just didn't feel like it. I had had a spell, you know, when I lived on my when I first moved out on my own, it was I was still like even when I lived with Clay for a little bit, like with Clay and Christian. Like the close the church that I was going to was like forty five minutes away. Mm-hmm. Um, there were other churches that were closer, but like I was already plugged in at like at Watermark at the time. And yeah. Stuff like that. Um, and so like if I wasn't serving, I was just like I'm just gonna watch online. Yep. Uh, which you get into that routine. Yeah, and, and it's hard like, to get out. Yeah, yeah. You're like okay, well, I, it's just it's just as easy to watch you uh-huh. know online stuff yep. like that. So I did. So even when I moved out, and because when I moved on my own. Uh, the church I was attending was in the village, but that was still like 40 minutes away. Mm-hmm. So it was the same thing. It was like, let me just watch it online. Yeah, it's the yeah, same yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but no, you feel it. You definitely feel I'm glad you didn't have to go through that. Cause like, I really didn't. Uh, yeah. It's, it's uh, it, it really does prove that the, what everyone always says, which is like community is 
one yeah, of yeah, the yeah. most yeah, important yeah. things about the church, like yeah. being involved with the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, again, I'm getting way. connected in some like, way. Oh yeah, I'll go when I'm like older and on my own. Right. Like that. But then you're like, <laughs> you slip into that. Like, oh, I can just watch online. And that, I'll sleep in. Yeah, <laughs> I can just catch the next one. <laughs> yeah, the late services kill you. All right. You're yep. like, I can sleep in until ten. Yeah. And I can still watch it online. I'm fine. <laughs> yep. I'm still listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. It it makes you like very isolated yeah uh, which didn't help my case when, yeah, especially yeah, when yeah. i lived on my own yeah um but yeah i mean i didn't i didn't really go through that because you know i mean we we have cousins that go over there and then of course the couple people that i worked with you know some of them were in choir so i was seeing them outside of the school setting which you know you just saw them but you know whatever but then just getting to spend time with cousins but being in the choir something i enjoy that i never did at east mountain for lots of reasons but you know, being in a choir that has anywhere from 50 to 100 people in it is a totally different, you know, different um, beast, I guess, you, if you want to call it that. Because, you know, at East Mountain, the choir had, what, 20, 25 people, maybe? You know, and, you know, and I mean, which it's a super small church, you know, and then you go from a super small church to a big church that has three services and can hold... Uh, how many people can it hold in a service? I, I don't even know. I mean, you're at least probably like running close to a- anywhere from 500 to 1,000. Yeah. I mean, that's, so a big, I mean, that's a big gap. Yeah. Somewhere well, yeah. Just, and I, it just depends on the service. But then, you know, in the choir, we have at least 50 people every Sunday that are singing. So it's like, it's not like it's you and three other people singing your part. You know what I mean? So it's like, I felt more comfortable singing because I'm like a filler voice. So, but I enjoy it because, you know, I love music. We've always loved music, been involved in it. And of course, that's something that dad has always used as a way to minister to other people. And he always used it in his sermons and all that stuff, which we've always been involved in music between band and just enjoying music in general. So I like choir. And so it was easy for me to get connected once I moved to Moberly. Um, and then eventually I, I did find a connect group with Sunday school, um, group yeah, there's no that s- Sunday schools are very not uh, old fashioned now. Well, I, I just, I'm so used to calling it Sunday school. It took me a long time to get used to the words connect group. I was like, this is Sunday school. Cause I was like, we go to big church and then we go to Sunday school. <laughs> so it took me a while to get used to Now I say connect group, no problem, but it was a smaller connect group. So, you know, I felt more comfortable. It wasn't so big where it's like nobody's talking or like the same two people are talking the entire time. You know what I mean? Like, so I felt very comfortable in the connect group that I had gotten involved with. I love the leaders and the other adult couple that was in charge and, you know, things like that. And we had some good, good, um, discussions and, and topics and things like that. So I really did like that. So it was, it was, I felt very, um, comfortable with the move to Moberly because it wasn't like what you hear or what maybe we had gone through when we were trying to find East Mountain when you go mm-hmm. to other churches and you're just okay like I like this one thing but I don't really like other things it didn't take me long literally I visited one other church and then I got there um but I think after I'd moved to Moberly and then when I uh, when I legit moved out of the house and I moved over here last July yeah, last July. It's been over a year. Um, like you said, I'm I'm horrible about reading my Bible. Like, absolutely horrible about reading my Bible. I don't do a devotion right now. I don't read it like I'm supposed to. I don't. I've caught myself. I don't even know how many times I'm like, I'm pretty sure the last time I opened my Bible was last Sunday when I was here at church. And then I'm like, oh, that's so bad. Like, you're such a bad Christian. <laughs> like, this is horrible. Um so that's something that like, to me, that's one of the hardest things to do is just finding a time, setting aside the time and then doing it. But, um, that, you know, that aside, um, figuring out, I mean, I think I've always, I think, I think for me, I figured out before I even left East mountain that, I don't just believe what I believe because mom and dad said, mm. you know, that's what mom and dad said or whatever. Cause you know, when you grow up in a church like that, you're like, Oh, well that's what our mom and dads have always believed. That's what they've always talked about. So yeah, that's what I believe. Cause I think we had probably talked about that in Sunday school or something. We probably talked about it before, you know, mm. when we had that class. And so I'd kind of thought about it. Cause I do remember it was before I ever left East mountain, like, Okay, I believe it because that's what I believe. Like, not just because other people are saying the same thing or 
yeah, I follow that person. So this is what I'm going to believe. I mean, obviously we were very lucky that what we believe, I mean, or how we believe it, what we believe, you know, the reasons why we believe it. We have, um, a mom and dad that like are very good at explaining. Mm. Like it, when you get those conversations, like explaining why they believe or like justifying it or giving reasons or something. So, I mean, I think, yeah, I, be- I, I still do. Like I could say, yeah, I believe what I believe and what I believe matches what my mom and dad believe, but it's not just because they believe it. Like yeah. I can see why they believe it. Like I can see them justifying their reasonings and answers and things like that. And just from different studies that we had done, different devotions, or even like just glimpses in the Bible or seeing something come across your screen, you know, like, oh yeah, like I'm thinking about it or whatever. You're like, okay, yeah, that is why I believe, or that would help justify this reason uh, if somebody else were to ask me or whatever. So, I mean, I think we did get lucky with mom and dad because my reasons match up with their reasons or, you know what I mean? Like things like that. But, um, I don't know. Like I've never been in a conversation like you went off to Dallas. And so you were with other people that may have believed something that was a little different or the way things were done, you know, things like that. Cause I remember you talking about it. So, I mean, you had people that you would question or like what you would get into conversations with because they were saying this or something like that. Well, you know, still living over here in East Texas, you know, I don't, I don't think I've ever really gotten into like a deep conversation about that kind of thing. Like, you know, you may have gotten in like a small conversation or maybe if someone asked a question like, well, why, like, why do you think that? Or, you know, something like that, but it's never been like a really deep conversation. And I guess I'm glad that it's never been a really deep conversation because over since I got to Marberly, um, I'd really been thinking, and I mean, I haven't thought about this earlier this year. I don't even remember why, but it for a while I thought about it. I was like, mm, I don't know the Bible as good as I should. You know, yeah. you hear all those stories when you grow up. You hear the same stories. You know all the main stories. Yeah, I've heard that that story. I've heard about those people in the Bible, but if you ask me where it's from, I don't remember. You ask me a reference. I don't know. You ask me, what is this Bible verse? Say? Like, what is this book in this verse? Say, I don't know. Can you start it? Maybe I'll remember it after you start it or, you know, oh, just, yeah. <laughs> just different things in the Bible. You're like, yeah, I remember like hearing about that, but, um, I can't give you any details on the story cause I don't remember, don't, you know, like, believe me, mm, don't feel bad about you that. know, so I mean, that's something for sure since I left East Mountain, which, I mean, I felt like that in East Mountain, too, because, like, when Miss Becky would ask us something, and I was like, um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Blank stares and five minutes of silence. Yeah, uh, but so after I left East Mountain and went to Marbury, I really started thinking, especially earlier this year, I really started thinking, like, mm, I really do need to study more because people would you know, say something about a specific thing that happened in the Bible. Like, do you remember this blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, um, yeah. And really I'm like, I have no idea what they're talking about. Like I probably should, Mm -hmm. but I have no idea what they're talking about. So I've really been thinking a lot about just like, I need to go back and I need to reread, you know, the stories that we've heard our entire life, but like really pay attention to it. And, you know, I like taking notes and writing things down, thing like that, like write it down and any questions I may have or other references or something like that, you know, just to help me understand it better. Cause I'm like, you know, I should know it, but I don't. Yeah. I've heard the story a thousand times, but I couldn't tell you anything specific about it. And I'm like, yeah. that I shouldn't be like that. Like if I've been I, in church my whole life, I should not be like that. Trust me. Don't. But so obviously I've, I mean, I have two theological degrees. I, I, studied it for six seven years Mm -hmm. um i i've never sat down and read the bible all the way through me neither Uh, now as far as now i think as far like as far as scripture that i've absolutely never read very very little um i know there's a lot i'm pretty sure i've like i think if the equivalent might be like one of the smaller paul uh 
books that Paul wrote, like maybe, mm-hmm. like literally like 20, 30 pages worth of mm-hmm. like scripture that I haven't at least gone over mm-hmm. because of like classes or sermons or oh, yeah, yeah, devotionals yeah. or whatever. But I've never like sat down and actually read it like yeah, cover yeah. to cover. Like yeah. l- I'm going to go through the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, I, yeah, because like mom, because I, mean, I know mom and dad always talk about it, like they would always do the three or four chapters a day and you can do it in a year kind of thing. Like I, yeah, know, yeah. I know dad's done it multiple times. But yeah. I think mom has too. I know. Yeah. Mom did it not long ago. I've never done that. Me um, neither. So, I mean like, yes, I do believe that I know most of the Bible, a lot of the Bible. Um, and, and what I don't know, I've at least glanced or, or mm-hmm. looked at, you know, partially, um, very, very little scripture that I haven't actually like set eyes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know there is. So it's like, don't feel too bad because I have two degrees in it. Like I, I should, I should have a long time yeah. checked, you know, check that box. Per yeah, se like, like oh, like, I've read that. Let me yeah, read the whole Bible. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that's one of those things. But again, it's like it's so hard to pick up and just do that, especially mm-hmm. when the first couple of books, uh, <laughs> God love them. Like I, I'm sorry, Jesus, but they're boring. <laughs> like when you hit Exodus and Numbers, it's mm-hmm. like, dude. Get me what do they call it. that? The first four or five book, the pen, the Pentateuch. Yeah. yeah. Um, Genesis is great. You know, a bunch of stories, uh-huh. and plenty. Of I mean, Exodus like, obviously, but yeah, but once you, you get when you hit Numbers and Leviticus, and it's just law after law after <laughs> law, and it's like, ugh, I it's so hard. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, don't so don't feel bad because like I haven't even like sat down and like oh, yeah I'm read the whole Bible kind of thing. Yeah. I need to obviously. No, there's a lot that I haven't. I'll be honest. I'm like, th- there's sometimes where I'm like, is that even in the Bible? Oh yeah, that is a book in the Bible. <laughs> a book in the Old Testament, because you know you have all those little bitty books at the very end of the Old Testament, I mean, you yeah, know. And yeah, I'm just like, prophets, yeah. oh yeah, because it's like those don't get preached on a whole yeah, lot, you know. Yeah. Like it's not exposed a lot. Not that that's any excuse, but it's like really. you forget. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, oops, like I'm so sorry. And then you think, God, don't strike me now because I forgot about that. But yeah, it's just, there's a lot that like, who was it? My, I think it was my mentor teacher when I was student teaching. She was very, she's church of Christ, but she was very vocal about her beliefs and, you know, would say things in the classroom, which, you know, people are like, oh my God, didn't do that. But, um, she and I were having a conversation one day and she was even like, yeah, you remember, um, and this, which this has been years ago, so I don't even remember, um, where it was somewhere in the old testament but like they came and they gave them like gold rats and um like these lumps of gold or something that were supposed to resemble boils or tumors or something and i was like what in the world are you talking about i was like i have no earthly idea what you're talking about where that's found why these people were doing that so i'm just like some things like that some stories i'm like yeah, no, I don't think I've heard that one. I'm like, the I probably should, but I haven't think, heard that one. I think it was the first, the first time I had that thought of like, oh, I don't read my Bible mm-hmm. enough. Um, I think it was Gary was preaching in youth, because it, it was it was like I was in high school or mm-hmm. like early early college, mm-hmm. um, and he was talking about um, Elijah sending a bear on. He got made fun of for being bald. Oh yeah. And so he sent he he sent a bear on these kids, <laughs> and I was like, "What?" I was like, and again, like that, obviously this was now almost ten years ago. Yeah. But I was like, that was like that first moment of like, man, I really don't. Really That's like in the Bible. Bible? Yeah, because I had no idea uh-huh. that that was. I knew who Elijah was. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. But like, I had no clue that that was a part of it. And I, I mean, was like, yeah. What the heck? <laughs> um, yeah. That. But yeah, that was. And again, here ten years later, and I still haven't right. sat down and read the yeah. whole thing. Um, dude, it, it's hard. That's one of the harder things. And mm-hmm. again, because it's like it's already some people just like eh, see little sidetrack. But like, I'm very surprised that you're saying that because you love to read. My, yeah. Because my big struggle with it is I just don't like to yeah, read. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, you know that recently I've gotten back into reading. And yeah. Like I went and reread the. Any strong Christians don't crucify me. I read Harry Potter. Um, I went back and read those, and then I did the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want to get the Lord of the Rings books and yeah. read those. Uh, so I've slowly started to get back into reading because yeah, yeah. I hadn't read since elementary school. Yeah. Like, no joke. I didn't read for classes. <laughs> I didn't read. All of my college, college is a scam because I passed all of my classes 
Without reading a book. Without reading any of the books. Without opening them. I would stupid skim textbook. them if I needed to for like yeah. a paper, and that was it. Yeah. Like, it's a scam. It's it's <laughs> it's a joke. Um, but yeah, so like I just uh, and obviously that's like that's where like that struggle of I just don't like to read yep. comes into play. And so like that song, I am a little surprised that you said just because you love reading. Well, and I think mine is just I've gotten. I've thought about this a lot lately too. I'm like. I'll just come home from school, like, lately. Not that this has always been the case, obviously. Um, but I'll just come home from school, and I'm like, I just want to sit there. I don't want to do anything else. Mm. I'm, I'm too lazy. Like, I'm I'm lazy when it comes to certain things. Like, no, I'm not going to do it right now. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to play on my phone. There was a time where I was, like, literally, I caught myself. I don't remember when it was. I mean, it wasn't long, long ago, but I was like, um... I literally spend all of my free time scrolling on my phone. Mm. Literally all of my free time. I was like, mm, yeah, no, that's not healthy. Um, and so, I mean, I just, I started picking up like other little hobbies or something, you know, but yeah, I'll just, I mean, I come home from school or, you know, from church. It's like, all I want to do is take a nap or just sit there and not do anything. And it's like, I just won't make myself because you know in the beginning like you have to make yourself do something in order for it to become a habit like you're, it's not just going to become a habit first time so it's like I just I have yet to force myself to to make it a habit to find us a, a time to set aside and like study or do some type of devotional or something like and and I mean honest honest I'm just I'm lazy like I just I don't want to do it and I'm like, I know I'm not supposed to be like that, but it's just like, I don't feel like doing anything. So then it's just like, I don't do anything. I just sit there. I'm like, mm, yeah, no, that's not really good. So <laughs> I should probably do something about that. So yeah, it's, that's definitely something that I know I've thought about a long time. I just haven't, I haven't forced myself to do it. Oh yeah. that Sit that, down and do it. That's, that's the main reason I wanted to do start to do the Devo. Obviously again, like we want to structure the podcast to be christ-centered even if you yeah. don't talk about anything like that yeah but i was like this will at least help me read something yeah, yeah yeah yeah. like even if it's a little devo just to find something for next week's podcast like mm-hmm. like obviously like like that was something that gara and dad both kind of taught me like early on especially when like when i started doing more bible studies and, and sunday schools and stuff like that mm-hmm. and and really realized that like ministry was probably a direction that i wanted to go in mm-hmm. um they both said like the same thing was like, don't study your Bible just to do a sermon. Mm-hmm. Like, like don't let, like, obviously, yes, prepare for your sermons, prepare for your Bible studies. You know, don't, don't get up there with your pants down and, and yeah. fumble. Yeah. Um, but they were like, don't make that the reason you're studying. Like always set mm-hmm. aside your own personal time just yeah. to do it. You yeah. Know? Um, so obviously this isn't what I want. Like, I don't want this to be the sole focus of like, oh, that's why I'm reading my Bible so mm-hmm. I can do this Devo yeah, each week yeah. so I can prepare. But, I mean, sometimes I, I tend to think that stuff like that um, gets you going in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's the same thing of like, um, obviously like missionary dating is not something that, that was something that in high school I did all the time. Mm-hmm. And Gary was always calling me out on it. He's like, don't date someone just to bring them to church. And I was yeah, like, for real. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, fair I enough. That. But I'm like, but in my head, I was like, they're in the door. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, it go, but obviously it never works out the way you want it to. Mm-hmm. But like things like that, like that, like you don't want that to be the focus of it can help you get into that routine yeah, of yeah, yeah, doing yeah. it. Yeah. So that, that that's honestly the main reason I'm, I'm hoping it helps me get back into a routine of, mm-hmm. of just reading more consistently. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, that's one of the biggest struggles. Um, yeah. But yeah. Well, I, back on what we were talking about with the, the parent, we did get lucky because even, even when I was over in Dallas and I was really like struggling with that concept of like, do I just believe this because mom and dad believe it? Mm-hmm. Or, which uh, I always say this and I'll, I'm always a proponent of this. That's the best thing that can happen to, oh, to yeah. somebody yeah, yeah. Um, because that's the biggest growth you'll ever see in your faith yeah um is like questioning why yeah, you believe yeah. what you believe mm-hmm. um i definitely probably believe I, I think when i when i started asking myself that 
it shifted a lot more for me than it did you. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, but again, we do have, like, I, I think at least 90% of what I believe is in line with what mom and dad believe. And mm-hmm. it's just because we, again, yeah, we, we had two parents who, you know, didn't just believe what they believed for no reason. Like, they mm-hmm. had evidence to back it up. They had reasons Well, and I for think it. for them, one of the reasons why... I don't want to say, I mean, obviously, I'm. we're not them. And we were young when it happened. But, like, when we left LBT, mm. you know, their beliefs didn't line up with what the church believed. And yeah. so mom and dad really had to start looking at what they believe and why they believe it and why they don't agree with certain things. So I think that was a big thing for them of like especially you know for dad because you know he has all those study bibles and everything that he'll open up anytime he's looking at something so i mean he knows where to go to find answers or he knows where to go to try to help you know find a reasoning for something or an explanation for something so i mean i think leaving and going to east mountain was a big thing for them because they were like oh yeah no that's not that's not what we believe at all. Mm. Like they're not lining up or whatever, but like, and I don't know if this helps explain or not, but it's like, if we ever had a question, like they weren't, they didn't like skirt around, you know what I mean? Mm. Like they would try to answer it or dad would be like, Hmm, let me think. And like, he would go get one of his books off the shelf. Like, yeah, he'll start flipping through and he's like this right here. And then he would like, give us the answer. He'll tell us one question into half an hour. Uh, You get a flipping mini sermon every time you, you have to like broach the subject very carefully. Cause you're like, okay, I I don't need a 15 minute answer. I just need like a quick yes or no. Like all I need is yes or no. But yeah, I mean, he would, find a way to to answer the question or to help you understand it or whatever and like obviously not everybody's like that so i mean i think we got lucky you know when it comes to family that like actually believes and will help you not Mm -hmm. just like i don't know go ask this person at church or i don't really know blah 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 i'll find the answer for you and then they never do yeah but you know, I don't know. I mean, I think, obviously, we got lucky. We we had a good upbringing, and so when it did come to those moments, I guess, I mean, obviously for you leaving and then going somewhere else, you had more exposure to it than yeah. I did, but, I mean, yeah, I, I don't I, know. I literally got thrown into it Yeah, because I, I quickly, like, within the first year, I lived with five other guys, and none of them believed what I believed as mm-hmm. far as like, um, and again, minor issues like the the big debate in that house was Calvinism versus Arminianism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to go into all that yeah. deep stuff, but mm-hmm. but it was just like minor issues like how the spirit works, yeah, um, you yeah. Know, free will versus like a, a divine plan, and yeah. stuff like that, um, which are, are can go hand in hand, just to say, but yeah, um, it's it, it got very techie as yeah, far yeah, yeah, as yeah. like how to explain that stuff and yeah and but again like that was like i came home um when i when when i started kind of having those conversations i couldn't really talk to those guys mm-hmm. or like answer for mm-hmm. why because at the time like literally when that when that stuff got brought up to me i didn't even know what armenianism or calvinism what i'd heard yeah. of calvinism but i didn't know what armenianism was i was like it's like what the, what is that mm-hmm. um and dad, like, I, obviously, when I, whenever I would come home, like, on the weekend, um, I would talk to dad about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but even dad's, like, at the time, he wasn't, like, super versed in any of mm-hmm. it. Uh, and so what he did, he got me a couple books. Yeah. That was, like, and so, like, that, that is something that, especially he's good at, like, obviously, um, dad is, like, the theological one out of the, yeah, the yeah. household. Yeah, yeah, um, And so, like just from all the studying he's done and, and the teaching he's done and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but he is very like, he is on the side of like, well, even if I don't understand it, like let's go ahead and try and, you know, figure yeah, it out. Yeah. Yeah. Some books or do yeah. This. Right. Yeah. And, he, and he's never, I was always scared that, um, especially dad. And I don't know why. And it <laughs> might've been cause like the LBT bringing it up. I, I don't know. Um, but I was always afraid that he wasn't going to be like, accepting of 
if I believe something different. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for the uh, biggest case scenario was the tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously, it did take a little bit, you know, to, to swing him around, but mm-hmm. um, now he's on the, the point of, like, he's, yeah. he's indifferent about it. He yeah, doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't have a view on it or anything. Um, but, I mean, I remember when I first got him, he was, like, about ready to cut my arm off because uh-huh. I had a tattoo. Yep. Um, so I mean, even he, even he has changed and gotten more open about certain things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I, I do think we, we both have a majority of what we believe is due to what they taught us and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Which uh, again, it's like that's the best case scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. the the best case scenario you can have is that you believe you actually do believe what your parents taught you. Yeah. Um, because. If it, if you don't, then that that starts to cause problems, and it can it, it can be a big issue down the road. Yep. Um, man, we're actually two. We're at fifty minutes. Wow. We almost went a full hour. Um, you got anything specific you want to ask or talk about? Or you've been thinking about or? Because if not, really. we can wrap it up. Not really. We can chill. Um, this was a much better episode than I thought. I was <laughs> literally not not to say like I, I wasn't <laughs> expecting anything. Like, but I was like, I told mom before I left, I was like, I'm going to hope we get 30 minutes because yeah. I don't have anything planned. For yeah. Me. Yeah. Um, like that question I thought about uh, because I, I Doug and I had kind of talked about it a little bit. Um, but I was just like, I had that moment, but I don't know if Haley yeah, had, yeah, yeah. you know, because yeah. obviously, again, I was I was living and in Dallas. Yeah, so it was like, I don't else. know if Haley's had that moment. I would assume she did. Yeah. Um, I, I figured it was after you at least after you left East mountain and when yeah. you started going to your own church. Stuff yeah, like that. Cause yeah. That's typically how it is. It's like you get out of the nest of where your parents are at. And then that's when you figured out, like I had to move to Dallas to figure all that out. Yeah. If I didn't, I would have never come across any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but all right, well that was, man, again, we've made it a month. Um, obviously Doug couldn't be here. He'll probably, I'm assuming he'll be here next week. Um, thank you for every. Ten, all 10 of y'all who down, constantly down. I've had, we've had consistently, I didn't check. I needed to check the numbers. Um, I need to check the numbers every week before we start the podcast. Yeah. But the last, I know for the fact, the first two episodes, we had like 10 to 15 downloads. Nice. Um, so there's consistently some people listening. Yeah, there's somebody. Um, and it's not just me and Doug. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't even listen to them anymore. I click them to make sure. Like, I, I, I only listen to it in the editing process to make sure yeah. the audio is fine. I yeah. don't download, like, I don't listen to the podcast because <laughs> I hate the way I talk. I hate oh, the way yeah. I, I hate the way I sound. Well, it's, it's like those, um, that made me think of, like, the the Texas, the East Texas thing. It's like, oh, you think you sound fine, and then you, you sound like cornbread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you listen to yourself, you sound like cornbread. Yeah, I, I sound like cornbread that got ran over by a bus yep. or something. Yep. Like, so I Same. can't I can't listen to the podcast. I never do. Doug mm-hmm. says he does every now and then, but yeah. I'm like, I can't do it. Um, but yeah, so there's there's some people listening. Somebody's um, listening. Some parents and somebody. I think some cousins. I think Ryan's listening because I think he followed me on Podbean. That's funny. Thank you to everybody who listens. Yep. Um, <laughs> I, I was excited. I'm excited where this podcast is going. I'm really enjoying the deeper conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm really enjoying it just because again, it's like I've been gone for six years. Really, mm-hmm. like obviously I came back like once a month. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was not really any time to like have all these deep conversations. Yep. Um, so I'm really enjoying that. I'm really enjoying like getting really back deep into like deep conversations and, and growing, uh, mm-hmm. with Doug and anybody else who comes on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, even though Doug will be back next week, I really want to start having guests on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have like, I have multiple mics, so I'm gonna try and get some more people on and mm. bring them in. And, but, um, thank you again for everybody listening. Um, we'll see you next week. Bye.